4: Have you ever wondered? Have you ever wondered why in certain times you could change and other times you can't? Have you ever changed and swore to yourself that boy, I'm never going backwards? Have you ever lost weight or changed a habit or done something radically different and felt so good? And believed this was the new you? only to find out a couple months later that you're right back to where you were before you started, maybe even worse. And if you can't say yes to the questions I just asked you, then you're probably not a leader under construction. You're probably not working to be better today than yesterday, better tomorrow than today. See, in the corporate world, we call that lean manufacturing, we call that six sigma, we call that lean sigma, all based on Dr. Charles uh, Deming's, uh, Edward Deming, sorry, concept of canine, constant, never-ending improvement. After World War II, after we dropped two nuclear bombs on the aggressor Japan, uh, Dr. Deming went to Japan and taught the Japanese constant and never-ending improvement. Dr. Deming is a demigod in Japan. Dr. Deming taught the Japanese the value of quality. Matter of fact, before World War II, uh, I heard a story that there was a city in Japan called Usa, USA, because Japanese quality was so poor that they would make people believe that the product that they're looking at was made in USA. It was made in America, but it was made in Usa, Japan. Mm. Today, I can tell you right now, The Japanese companies are not working to make people believe that things were made in America because the Japanese are known for their quality. Why? Because American, Dr. Edward Demings, taught them constant and never-ending improvement. And as we transition Like It Matters into Way of Warrior, big transition coming. Uh, Today is October 3rd. I hate to date this show, but I'm going to do it. October 8th, I will turn 58. October 8th on Sunday uh, is a new beginning. There's a line in the sand, but it's more than a line for Mr. Black. It is a crevice. It is a canyon. It is the Grand Canyon. It is a before and after because everything changes. Uh, October 9th, 2023, a way of warrior comes to life and like it matters becomes a nonprofit, a way to help other people. Today, as we discuss making a difference, living your life like it matters, we're going to talk about the great adventure. You know, I just finished Leadership Adventure. Uh, It is the first one we've done in a couple years, and it is the second half of Leadership Awakening. And today's show is not about selling you on my leadership training. Today's show is about understanding how we change and what is needed to change because many people are helpless and hopeless. Many people believe that their lot in life is what it is. Many people believe that this is just the way it is, and that's not true. You know, it's been said that life is either a daring adventure or nothing at all. And when you live your life like it matters, then it has the potential to be the grandest adventure of all. You know, in the agricultural world, it's all about the soil. From good soil comes good produce. From poor soil comes poor produce. In our lives, the soil is our environment, our culture. From good culture, a powerful environment becomes, becomes better choices and a more powerful, profitable life. And so on today's Hour of Power, I'm gonna be joined by recent graduates of Leadership Adventure Team 110. And I want you to buy into the concept that to remember that it's the environment. You know, I love words. I'm an etymologist. And one of the key things to life is how we remember things. You know, I say this over and over. I believe it with all my heart. It's not about what happens to us in life. It's about how we remember it. In other words, it's not what is done to us. But it is how we explain it to ourselves on why what was done to us. Was done to us, and I'm convinced that one of the greatest keys to leadership is how we remember, is what we remember, and why we remember. Don't you keep hearing that word "remember"? Shouldn't you know what that word "remember" means? I believe the greatest commandment in the Bible, the most given commandment in the Bible, is to remember. I believe the second greatest commandment in the Bible is to do not fear. Man, if you put those two together, you can live your life like it matters. Remember, do not fear. To remember something is to recollect it. Isn't that great? To call upon your memory. Think about this. To dismember somebody is to cut off the limbs of a person or animal. To partition, to divide up a territory organization. And if that is to dismember, then what is to remember? You know, the members are considered parts of the body. Jesus said that we are all members of the body. That's what he's talking about, arms, legs, limbs. And so every time we had Mr. Potato Head, remember Mr. Potato Head? Every time we put his arms and legs back on him, we remembered. Don't you get it? It's not what happens to us in life. It's how we remember it. How we put it all back together. And what happens in my leadership training, leadership awakening, it's transformational, it's life-altering. People are changed in 40 hours. They're excited, they're pumped, they're never going to go backwards. And then they go back to the real world. They go back to spatial anchors. They go back to relational anchors. They go back to situational anchors, triggers, if you will. And after a while of being out of my environment and back in their environment, gravity kicks in. Gravity is a powerful force. Its sole purpose is to keep us down. And we are creatures of habit. And so in 48 hours, I create brand new habits. In 48 hours, I create brand new culture. In 48 hours, I change the heart. But as we go back to a different environment, an old environment, as we go back to a different culture, an old culture, the old self comes back. Paul talked about this, the battle between the new self and the old self, the new man and the old man. You know, Jesus talked about this the sower and the seeds of Matthew 13. He said he sat there and he told many stories from parables. He said a farmer went out to plant some seeds. He scattered them across his field. Some seed fell on a footpath and the birds came and ate them. Other seeds fell in a shallow soil with underlying rock. The seeds sprouted quickly because the soil was shallow. But the plants soon wilted under the hot sun, and since they did have deep roots, they died. Other seeds fell among thorns that grew up and choked out the tender plants. Still other seeds fell on fertile soil, and they produced a crop that was 30, 60, even 100 times as much as had been planted. Think about this. Four different types of soil. But you need to get this. It was the same seed. And as hope peddlers, we're spreading seed. We cannot guarantee the outcome of the produce. Our job is to spread hope, to peddle hope, to be a hope dealer, not a dope dealer. So much dope going on out there, but what about hope? Who's dealing hope? Who's helping with the broken chains? Who's helping people pick themselves up, dust themselves off and hit again? And you know why it's hard? It's the environment, baby. Remember uh, Bill Clinton, his campaign advisor, said when he got distracted, he said, remember, it's the economy, stupid. It's the economy, stupid. He always wanted to bring Bill Clinton back to the economy. No matter what they said about his ways, his lies, his promiscuity, they wanted him to remember. It's all about the culture. That's what we're talking about today. It's all about the environment. And today on Like It Matters Radio, you're going to show when you change your environment, you change your outcome. 30, 60, 90, or 100. Stay tuned. You've got some great guests sharing their passion for change. We'll be right back.
1: It's not a one-time event that you get something out of and then you go home. This is an application that I've been using and I will use for the rest of my life. Hey, this is Brett from Sacramento. I'm a recent graduate of Leadership Awakening. I've taken leadership courses from the military and work, and I've been on self-help journeys my whole life, but Scott Black's Leadership Awakening course is so different than anything I've ever taken or seen, and we all have the same kind of needs. I learned how to prioritize what was important in my life through leadership, God chops everything into bite-sized pieces so it's easily digestible. The gift that I got out of that course was something that will be with me for the rest of my life. Everybody needs this. It is life-changing.
3: To learn when you can attend the next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis, go to likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net.
0: With the vast majority of media today leaning hard left, it can be tricky to find news that actually shares, let alone defends, a conservative viewpoint. Hotair.com provides analysis and commentary from conservative writers like Ed Morrissey. Hotair.com. Get ready for an unforgettable night of laughter with the hilarious comedian Jeff Allen.
4: Not only do I have attention deficit, I'm also a functioning hypochondriac.
3: Don't miss your chance to see Jeff Allen's Are We There Yet? comedy tour. Those
4: days I've convinced myself I need an answer. By the time I get to the phone to call one, I'm a distracted four or five times.
3: Join us on Thursday, November
0: 16th at Celebration Church in Lakeville. Go to freedom1570.com and save up to $10 per ticket. That's freedom1570.com. You listen every day. I never miss it. So now it's time for you to join the conversation. Who, me? Like Freedom 1570 on Facebook and share your thoughts with like-minded conservatives. You can also enter to win prizes, learn about upcoming events, and more.
2: Hi, I'm Ronnie Deutsch, and if you or your business owe money to the IRS, I've got great news for you. Tax laws have changed. Billions of dollars are earmarked for IRS Fresh Start programs. And if you qualify, you can literally save tens of thousands of dollars. Listen, I know what you're going through. Call me if you want to speak with a tax attorney or tax professional for free. 800-246-1687. 246
5: 1687
2: if i was your mother and you had a drug problem i'd grab you by the ear and make you call and get help you can be in treatment tomorrow and start to get clean in seven days follow mom's advice and call the detox and treatment helpline now
5: Write this number down. 800-210-7907. 800-210-7907. 800-210-7907. That's 800-210-7907. Welcome back to Like
4: It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters inspiration, education, and application. I am black. And I am back from a couple weeks of life-changing experiences. Two weeks ago, I had the honor of taking Team 249 through Leadership Awakening uh, here in Dallas, Texas. And last weekend, I was out in Longview, Texas, taking Team 110 Leadership Adventure through the adventure process. And see, what I do is I create environments. And environments like the soil From good soil comes good produce, from bad soil comes bad produce. And in my leadership awakening, I create an environment. And that environment, once people buy in, it creates change. It allows people to change a level that is unheard of. But then people go back to their old environment, and they go back to old ways, old anchors, old arguments, old trauma, old drama. Depending on what people do in leadership awakening, how much they commit determines on how long it stays with them because you gotta keep doing after the class what you did during the class, or you're gonna lose what you're feeling from what you did in class. And so in leadership adventure, the first, I got to remind them, to remember them, to recollect them into what that environment looks like. And in leadership adventure, it's an environment of commitment, it's an environment of communication, it's environment with clear vision, and it's an environment with consensus building. And once you have those four in place, then we create an environment of consistency. And so today I thought I would have a couple people join me that were in leadership adventure to talk about it's the environment. So let's go to phone lines and let's welcome Chris to Like It Matters Radio. How are you
6: doing, Chris? good, Mr. Black. Thank you for having me.
4: Glad you're here. You're what, where are you at? In uh, North Carolina, correct? What part of North Carolina?
6: Yes, Morganton, North Carolina, the western part of the state.
4: Awesome, and you work for a great company. What's the name of your company?
6: work for Molded Fiberglass Companies. It's a
4: ESOP, so employee-owned, right? Yes, sir. You talk about a great culture. That's creating culture because if you want to be make more money, work harder, put a better foundation in place. If you don't, then don't, right?
6: That's correct, and it, it, it really drives a team, team atmosphere.
4: Yep, because what's in it for me? We all wear a hat, what's in it for me? And the ESOP, what's in it for me, is profit sharing. And ESOP, what's in it for me, is ownership, right? Correct. That's, that's correct. Amen. Amen. So, hey, you went through Leadership Awakening, and you had a great experience, correct? When you went through Leadership Awakening, do you feel it was impactful it had a huge change on you?
6: It did. Just, just the tools that, that come out of it. And, and like you've been talking about, people go back to the real world. And uh, after you go through something like Awakening and Adventure... Those things you can pull back on and, and go back to and, uh, you know, uh, put back into your life when you when you do slip a little bit. Yeah,
4: that's the key. That's the key. And what I do is I create environments. And the environment I create in Leadership Awakening is not accepting good enough of constant never-ending improvement of heart, body, and soul, that whatever you do, you're going to give it your all, of a sense of urgency. It's okay to hurry. Planes crash and people die. Uh, a concept that, you know, when you're playing hard and playing big, you're going to get knocked on your butt, and you could stay down and play the victim like the rest of America, or you could pick yourself up, dust yourself off, hit it again. And in Leadership Awakening, it took you about a day to buy into that environment, correct?
6: That's correct, yes. it's uh, but- first, first day, you know, you're... You're not quite sure what's going on, and uh, you're still you're still holding back. Yep. Yeah.
4: But about halfway through it, you buy into it, and there the change takes place. I always tell people, really, you start class on Thursday night, but the class begins on Friday night, uh, and. Uh, Uh, Friday night, uh, you know, four hours, boom, have a mountaintop. And then Saturday morning, Leadership Awakening, three hours, have a mountaintop experience. And then, boom, Saturday afternoon, after just two hours, you have a mountaintop experience. And then you go home. And then you think, wow, I'm changed. But you realize when you change the environment, you change the produce. That's the story of Matthew 13 of sower in the seeds. I always tell people Jesus spread seed on four different soils, only one of them Got ultimate production. The others got no production, got a little production, or got a little and then went backwards. And that's Leadership Awakening. And so, uh, how long ago did you go through Leadership
6: Awakening? Awakening was three and a half years ago. Okay.
4: So, man, you come back into Leadership Adventure, and the first thing I tell you is my goal for tonight, the first night, is to get you back to where you should have been when you left Leadership Awakening, correct? That's correct. That's correct. And Yeah, and think about how easy it was, Chris. I mean, really, in a couple hours, and I was not your example in adventure, in a couple hours, I after reminding you of what we did in Awakening, reminding you uh, of the level of commitment, reminding you of the vision that you had to have, reminding you of what it's like to build consensus. So after a couple hours of just remembering what you knew but forgot, you were right back in that mindset. Is that fair to say?
6: That's correct. You do you do find it uh, so much quick uh, quicker uh, than you would think.
4: Yeah, isn't that incredible? And all I did was remember to put back together the environment. And uh, man, incredible! Now the environment of leadership adventure are the four C's of leadership, right? Uh, yeah. You know that. And what's the first C, Chris?
6: Uh, the, the right. first, the first C uh, com- you've got to commit and, and have that trust in, in what you're yep. doing.
4: Yep. Right. Commitment's all about trust. Uh, and I always tell people, how can someone commit to you if they can't trust you? And right. how can someone trust you if they don't yeah, believe right. you're committed to them?
6: Right? Yeah, right. A lot, a lot of people, you know, we hedge, we hedge our bets, you know, we, yep. you protect yourself and you're not really fully committed. And, uh, you know, you, you you're gonna fall when you do that. Yep. Yep. And
4: you you actually do a physical process and adventure the, the 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 triangle, right? Uh, the what we call the wow woozy, where you realize uh, you got to commit because if you're CYA covering your rec, you know your bottom, you know your rear end. If you're covering your rear end, then you're gonna people that are committed. to You are gonna fall, uh, and uh, it's not pretty. And uh, and so you had you had to relearn commitment because when we go back home. Even though we're committed after awakening, we go back to an old environment. Maybe our spouse is upset with us because things we did or didn't do. Maybe the the stress of work kind of takes back over. Maybe we go into that confusion of who we are and why we're here. And so all of a sudden, all the change that we felt in leadership awakening, we feel might have gone away. Sound familiar? Yes, it does. Yeah. And then you come back to leadership adventure and think about what we do. We remind you. You recollect it you remember and then we introduce you remind you of the second C which is communication right and there's two types with ourselves and with others let me ask you what did you learn this weekend in leadership adventure about the power of communication why does communication matter
6: communication uh, gets everybody talking and on the same team and you know in in real life uh, people people hold that back and others don't know what you're thinking or your ideas or, or what's going on in your head. So you, you can't just have intrapersonal. You've got to have both intra and in, interpersonal.
4: Yeah, and that's the key. We we tend to focus so much on how we communicate with other people. But really, the way we communicate with ourselves, the intrapersonal, really dictates. If you think you're a piece of crap, if you think that person hates you, if you think all this is a waste of time to see that intrapersonal, the way we're communicating with ourselves, it dictates everything, uh, and man, let me ask you just on those two C's—the commitment and the communication. You're reminded of those. So, since you've been back home, recommitted, reaware of communication, what have you noticed in relation to your family life? Have you noticed that showing up again?
6: Oh, it's huge. From from day one, getting back, you know, early Sunday morning, and then spending Sunday with with the family, and and really spend a good bit of time with uh, my wife and. Uh, communicating what's, what has been bothering me or, or bothering our relationship and getting out getting out there and then uh, working towards, you know, the next C being a clear vision. Uh, yeah, that's a big one. Yeah, that's a big one, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, the communication is huge. And then, you know, coming back to work on Monday and, and communicating with, um, you know, my bosses and my peers, and then my sub- subordinates as well. Uh, just, just, uh, yeah. It's
4: it's pretty cool, huh? It, it, again. You're so used to my environment in class, the way I do my training. You know, we go long hours, and, and I keep hitting you with repetition of message. And so whenever you come out of my training, it's automatic. You're just responding different. What, now, I'm kind of curious. What do you think is the big difference between leadership awakening and leadership adventure? What do, what do you think is the big difference? What did you
6: pick up the big difference? Uh, the adventure was a lot more uh, team um, atmosphere and having to uh, – get the entire team on board with, with certain tasks and obstacles. Um, so that was uh, a little different, you know, there was, there was some team in awakening, but it was, it was a little bit more individualized, uh, and, uh, you know, believing, believing in yourself and getting, getting yourself, uh, corrected and, and not being a victim. And then, yep. Then in a, way, in a venture, you're with a team, and you can easily fall into that victim, and nobody's listening to me. And yep. but it, it brings that out in you, and gives you the tools to to overcome that, and to speak up, and to to work together.
4: Yeah, because those are the same thing that happens in our family, in our businesses, all the way. What do you think? What, what's, what, what would you tell people if they, they've been Leadership Awakening years ago? I think 5% of people up until now who go through Awakening do adventure. Let me ask you, what do you think is the biggest... Uh, what would you tell people that haven't been to adventure? Which, why should they go? Uh,
6: just really get getting to to go through obstacles with a team, whether it's in a work environment, at home, uh, in sports, these the four C's um, really play a huge part into just a small, any kind of environment you're in out in the real world. And being able to take those four C's and use them for, for any of it, it, it's huge. Amen. It's, Amen. It's, uh, it's hey, Chris, huge,
4: yeah, we we'll are get ready to go to heartbreak, brother. I told you I'd keep it only for 15 minutes. So God bless you, brother. Give my best to everybody at Fiberglass. I'll reach out to you later on this week, okay? Thank you so much, Ms. Black. All right, buddy. God I bless. We'll be right back with our second guest talking about It's All the Environment. We'll be right back.
3: You're a work in progress. A little
5: more. More.
3: Constantly under construction. That's good. To build your productive life, you need the right tools from Mr. Black and Like It Matters Radio. A good golfer has a great caddy who shares the load and understands the course. Hire Mr. Black as your life caddy to live more fulfilling and successfully. If you want to get to the next level and beyond, both personally and professionally, sign up for Mr. Black's immersive leadership awakening class. It's the most powerful, transformational two days you will ever experience. Stay in touch with Mr. Black and the change connected to him on your schedule with his daily podcast. Search Living Like It Matters wherever you get your podcasts. Walk along with Mr. Black as he goes to God's instruction manual. It's manna from the word of God with Mr. Black's Bible teaching at wayofwarrior.blog. Build yourself up like it matters and get everything God has for you. Go to likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net.
7: Donald Trump's indictment proves that saving America is not going to be easy. There are entrenched powers that are fighting this with everything they've got. They want to keep control over the country, the narrative, and the nation's money supply. Hi, I'm Lance Wall now. I'm a news analyst, a Christian author, an evangelical leader. I speak to millions of people every week, people just like you. You see, what the elites are doing is using inflation and government handouts and now central bank digital currencies to determine how they're going to control America. And that's why I recommend all Christians start a gold IRA from the Birch Gold Group. Because physical precious metals are one of the few ways you can maintain control over your own savings. To get a free info kit on gold IRAs, text the word FAITH to 989898. Birch Gold Group is the only gold company I trust. Get their free info kit and you'll see why a gold IRA can help you. There are no strings attached. Text the word FAITH to 989898 and you're going to be blessed by taking action right now.
5: Hey, listen, are you a 50-year-old person looking for term life insurance? Then you need to talk to Bob. Bob specializes in helping people find a million dollars or more of term life insurance for a couple of hundred bucks a month. Look, you need to know there's a price war in the term life insurance business, and you may be paying too much. Call Bob and he'll shop and see how much money he can save you. Look, this could be the last term life insurance policy you ever have. Your rates are guaranteed for the next 20 years. That's right, guaranteed level rates for the next 20 years. And if you're a smoker or your health is not perfect, Bob has great rates for you too. So for a million dollars of term life insurance coverage for a couple of hundred bucks a month, call Bob right now, 800-890-5049, 800 890 800-890-5049. 800-890-5049. That's 800-890-5049. Paid for by Term Direct. Welcome back to Like It Matters
4: Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. You know, we are warriors, the way of a warrior. And what does a warrior do? They fight the good fight. What is the good fight? The good fight is living your life like it matters. The good fight is passionately being under construction. The good fight is having a commitment to constant and never-ending improvement. That's what it's about, to, to pick yourself up, dust yourself off, and hit again. You know, ladies and gentlemen, there are two places to leave our stuff in life. You can leave it on the table, or you can leave it on the field. To leave something on the table is a sales analogy. In other words, you grabbed the low-hanging fruit. You got the easy money. You took what was offered and left so much more on the table. That means it's good enough. When you leave things on the table, it's good enough. It was the easy. You took the easy stuff, the low-hanging fruit, the stuff that plopped on the ground. That's not what we want. God's got a preferred will and a permissive will. And I don't know about you, but I want all that God has to offer. I don't want 30. I don't want 60. I want 90 or 100. 100. But it's up to us. Or you can leave your stuff on the field. And that's when you spend yourself in a worthy cause, when you give heart, body, and soul to whatever you have, and you take nothing back with you but a dirty jersey and a spent body. That's how you live your life like it matters. So today we're talking about it's the environment. And what I do in my training is I create environments that allow cataclysmic change in a very short period of time. And you don't have to take my word for it. Let's go to the phone lines. Let's go to phone line number two and let's welcome Dora to Like It Matters Radio. How are you doing, Dora? I'm good.
2: I'm good. How are you, Mr. Black?
4: I am wonderful. And by the way, congratulations to the new bride. Thank you. (laughs) You know, I was blessed. Yeah. Um, Adrian Brown is uh, is like one of my children. You know, I have a, my son Christian is, uh, you know, 23 years old, went to Burton Advanced Academy and uh, he had a lot of friends. And uh, most of those friends have been through my training and I kind of can feel like I'm a, a second father to him. And uh, Adrian Brown, I love Adrian. Uh, I've known him for a long, long time since he's been a young, young teenager. Uh, and now he's a grown man. I had the opportunity to put Adrian through awakening and adventure as well as you. I had the opportunity to uh, Adrian staff with me about 15 times. Uh, and then I had the opportunity the blessing that you both approached me and asked me to do some premarital counseling for you. So uh, I just want to thank you for trusting me. I want to thank you for uh, your commitment to God and your commitment to my, the one I love who's Adrian. Uh, I'm, I'm so excited to be part of your life and uh, thank you so much uh, for allowing that it means a lot to me.
2: Thank you, thank you. I, I think so you got,
4: thing is being amazing. Go ahead. Yeah. So you got to tell me. So you went through. You went through leadership awakening, had a great experience, but you realized when you went back home, keeping it going was pretty hard. Correct?
2: Yes,
4: sir. <laughs> yeah, and the reason being the environment. That's what I want the people to get. You know, we can have all the desire for change we want, but you've got to create the right environment. The environment is important. Sometimes it removes choices. You know, in my classes, you don't have free will to do whatever you want, correct? I I tell you what to do, correct?
2: Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. You already know what's going on. You already create everything. So we don't know what's going on.
4: (laughs) No, but you got to trust, right? You got to trust without knowing. We call that faith, correct? just like your marriage, right? I mean, you committed body and soul to Adrian Brown. You committed your life to that man that there will be no other. There will be no other man in your life. There will be no other lover in your life, that he is your love, that he is your uh, your better half or other half, that he is the one that you have co-joined together uh, for eternity. And that removes some choices, doesn't it? Yeah,
2: especially you, because... You can't- I believe, he like, would. both are in the same place. Yep. So since he already went through the class, he wanted me to go through the class, and now I understand more how to have each other's back.
4: Yeah. It's so cool. He wanted you before you guys uh, got married. He wanted to go through awakening so you can be equally yoked. Uh, and then right after being married, it's just because our class, the light up, he wanted to... Uh, have you go through leadership adventure and when you went through leadership adventure who was on staff with you
2: (laughs) my husband
4: (laughs) that's right isn't that cool you were walking together now we we had talked with uh, Chris about the first two C's, you know, in the Leadership Adventure, the culture we create is built around the four C's of leadership. And so with uh, Chris, we covered the first two, and he kind of got into the third one, which was clear vision. Now, clear vision is so important for a leader. Clear vision comes down to three questions. Where are we now? Where are we going? And what will it take to get there and how long? Uh, in Leadership Adventure, clear vision was a big part of that process, Correct.
2: Yes, yes.
4: Okay. Tell me, what did you learn about the importance of having vision for your life? What, why does it matter?
2: You know, um, in awakening, I feel like we were talking about ourselves, who we are. Yep. But here in Adventures, I learned that I'm right now, where I am right now, where I want to go. Just know about my leadership as a person, but also as a family, as a wife, as a as a a leader at work right now I just got married. So where are we going now? What what's yep. waiting over there for us? How is it looking for us? Do we want to have kids? Do we want to stay committed to each other? Like having those vision, that clear vision of what you want, which actually you help us a lot also in our marriage counseling. it it just put it together whenever I went through adventures, it was like, okay, now I have a clear vision where I'm going with my husband. And where I'm going as a per like as a personal
4: goal, yeah. yeah you know it's so cool I never thought about that thank you for bringing that up it's so true because in your premarital counseling uh, that we went through you're right I didn't think about it a lot of it was about <laughs> clear vision what what yeah. what do you guys want together do you want to have kids do you want do you realize that you know marriage is not about someone else fulfilling you or completing you marriage is about mm. sacrifice marriage is about putting other people before yourself marriage is about um you know consensus coming together uh, working through tough issues uh that clear vision that we created in your premarital counseling is so important in life and most people never have it they get up each day not even know why they're getting up and then they go to a job that they just get a paycheck from they don't even know why they do it and then they come back home to a, a life that they're tired, worn out, and they go to bed, and then they get up the next day. And in my training, I have you ask questions. Why? Why do you get up each day, do what you do, go home at night, get up the next day, and do it again and again and again? And this weekend, when when I put obstacles in front of you and there was no clear vision, if you just started doing stuff with no clear vision, what was the outcome? What happened if you didn't have a clear vision?
2: We failed. We I was completely
4: failed <laughs> miserably, right? I mean, miserably, yeah. right? <laughs> uh, what a great picture! Because the number one cause for divorce is marriage. Because most people say I do, but they mean I'll try, Dory. Most people mean I say I do, but they mean I'll give it a test drive, see how it works out. Most people think that marriage is about having fun, about the other person making them happy. Uh, that's not what it's about at all, is it?
2: really funny because you also talk about consensus in our yep. <laughs> marriage counseling whenever you are like well you have to see your point of view his point of view in an outside point of view you cannot yep. just stay with what you see and what you believe it's also what right. we agree together as a couple
4: yeah, consensus is big. You know, I hit consensus leadership awakening. Consensus is about gaining agreement. You know, I always tell people that selling is nothing more than gaining agreement. Someone to buy your product, your service, your hand in marriage, your belief in God, whatever it is your selling. And so many times in marriage, we forget that. We get in our selfish mode, what's in it for me? And we go into it with the wrong mindset. Consensus is about getting everybody on the same page. Even if it's not your first choice, go ahead and buying in anyways. Uh, And in that class of the four Cs, we never talked about it, but I think the hardest one of those four Cs is consensus. What do you think?
2: Yeah, completely, especially because you have different minds that they're seeing the same exact same thing, like the same obstacle, but we all approach it in a different way. So we really need to come in and get together be like okay but this is what we do, doing we all need to agree because it doesn't matter if you see this point of view i see this point of view what it matters is like how clear is it going to be where we're going and if it's gonna work you know and yep. sell it to so like those seven heads was the hardest yep. part because we all have great yeah. ideas but at the same time <laughs> it was like we're not listening to each other guys
4: that's right but that's just like marriage right I mean, you could both be passionate about your point of view, but they're hitting heads, and you've got to come together and build consensus. And sometimes that means you give in. Sometimes it means the other person gives in. Sometimes it means that, hey, I think my way is better, but for the sake of our relationship, let's go ahead and go with your way. And if it doesn't work, then we'll do the other way, right? Yeah.
2: And you know my husband— He doesn't get it an easy way. I have to sell it to
4: him. (laughs) (laughs) With love, with love, of course, with love. Hey, Dora, what do you think is the biggest difference from Leadership Awakening and Leadership Adventure? What do you think the big difference was for you?
2: For me was, honestly, just knowing where I'm going, like believing in myself. I struggle a lot believing in myself, feeling that it wasn't enough up until now. And now it's, you know, if, I, if my husband believed in me, why I don't believe in myself? Now it's clear, like, so many doors are going to open once you start putting the word. Once you fail again, you just just pick yourself up, toss yourself up, and hit it again. And my husband was a big, a big thing for me to keep pushing myself. And I did. I, did. I feel like adventure was a big eye-opening on just believing myself.
4: Amen. And uh, I just want to hear something, Dora. You live. Dora lives. Hey, we're going to a break. Uh, God bless you. Give, me, uh, give your hubby a big squeeze for me. Uh, if you need anything, we'll talk soon. Okay, Dora?
2: Sounds good.
4: All right. God bless you.
2: God bless you, too.
4: Uh, all right. After the break, I'm going to put Bo on this. I'm going to make it all make sense. The four plus one C's of leadership. You don't want to miss this. Be right back. If you have questions, you can email me at Black at likeitmattersradio.com. Our nation needs to hear this message because our beloved country is rapidly deteriorating and freedom is continually being quenched. Call your local radio station today and ask them to add Like It Matters Radio. Together, we can help others live their lives like it matters.
3: In your car, at home. And on the job. AM radio has more than 80 million listeners each month. For more than a century, AM radio has evolved to meet the needs of our community. Visit wearebroadcasters.com and tell us how you depend on AM. Wearebroadcasters.com.
5: As Winston Churchill said, all the great things are simple, and many can be expressed in a single word. Freedom, justice, honor, duty, mercy, and hope. Hi, this is Andrew Parker with the law firm Parker Daniels Keyboard. Join
0: Andrew Parker this Sunday evening at 6 as he talks politics, Israel,
5: and the law. The Victory Hour, every
0: Sunday evening at 6, here on Freedom 1570.
3: I'm impressed
5: with my attorney, Bernie.
6: Hey, this is Matthew with the Kingdom Builders. Here's who we are. We're people that really like getting to know people. We care about you because God cares about you. We'd be honored if you'd look us up at TheKingdomBuilders.com.
5: That's 800-504-1123.
3: Welcome
4: back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. Mother Teresa put it best. People are often unreasonable, irrational, self-centered. Forgive them anyway. If you're kind, people may accuse you of selfish, ulterior motives. Be kind anyway. If you're successful, you will win some unfaithful friends and some genuine enemies. Succeed anyway. If you're honest and sincere, people may deceive you. Be honest and sincere anyway. What you spend years creating others could destroy overnight. Create anyway. If you find serenity and happiness, some may be jealous. Find serenity and happiness anyway. The good you do today will often be forgotten. Do good today anyway. Give the best you have, and it will never be enough. Give your best anyway. In the final analysis, it is between you and God. It was never between you and them anyway. The leadership adventure is all about the four C's of leadership. And why I'm talking about this not to sell you on going to Leadership Adventure because you can't go to Leadership Adventure until you've been to Leadership Awakening. It's a second level class, it's an advanced class. Leadership Awakening is entry level. And by the way, I will be in Minneapolis uh, October 19th uh, in a couple weeks, uh, doing my first class in Minneapolis in I think a year. Uh, so man, I still got openings. Go to likeitmatters.net and 48 hours, uh, your life will be forever changed. Give me 48 hours and I'll give you a new marriage. Give me 48 hours and I'll give you new hope. Give me 48 hours and I'll help you recommit your life to God. Give me 48 hours, uh, and I can clean up your PTSD. Give me 48 hours, and you'll walk out of there feeling on fire. As R.G. Lee put it this way, if all the sleeping folk will wake up, if all the lukewarm folk will fire up, if all the dishonest folk will confess up, if all the disgruntled folk will cheer up, if all the depressed folk will cheer up, if all the strange folk will wake, make up, if all the gossipers will shut up, if all true soldiers will stand up, if all dry bones will shake up, if all church members will pray up, then we can have revival. Revive. Relive. That's what it means. Relive. Revive. That's what happens in our trading. Why? Because I create environments. This is not about me selling you on something. This is about me telling you it's the environment. Remember Bill Clinton? It's the economy, stupid. I'm not gonna call you stupid because that's not, that's not called for. But it's the environment. In the study of epigenetics, epigenetics says we are basically a community of 200 trillion cells, all driven by their environment. Two men sit behind bars. One sees mud, the other sees stars. You know why? Because of the environment. The environment is the culture, is acceptable norms, repeated behaviors, the way things are done in that situation. And it doesn't matter what happens to his life. What matters is how we remember it. Remember whenever we put the arms and legs back on Mr. Potato Head, we remembered him. My favorite book in the Bible is the book of Deuteronomy the most quoted book in the Bible by Jesus. Remember, Jesus was the New Testament. When Jesus walked this planet, there was only an Old Testament. Jesus is the New Testament, he is the Word. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and the Word dwelt among us. So what book did Jesus quote most often? Because there was no New Testament, he is the New Testament. It was the book of Deuteronomy. It's derived from the Greek. Thus, means, it means a copy or a repetition of the law rather than second law as the words etymology states. It's not a second law. It's a repetition of the first law. It is a copy. It is about remembering. To remember is put something back together. It does not matter what happens to us in life. What matters is how we remember it, how we put it back together. That's the power of reframing. That's the power of Romans 8, 28. For God causes all things to work for the good for those who love him, who are called according to his purpose. In Matthew 13, we talked about the sower and the seeds. And Jesus said he spread the seed on four different soils, and there was different outcome. And then in verse 18, and by the way, why did Jesus talk in parables? He says this, for they look but they don't really see, they hear but they don't really listen or understand. We have eyes to see but do not see, ladies and gentlemen. We have ears to hear and do not see, Bob, Lisa. We can have the, the gift of hearing, the biological gift, but listening takes will. We all have the ability to touch, tactile touch, to have emotions, to feel. But do you really understand what it's like to go through someone's pain, to walk in their moccasins, to feel the pain of a broken heart? We touch, but we really don't feel. And right now, you all hear me. Your sympathetic membranes vibrating, and my words, my auditory sounds are being translated into words in your inner ear. But if you ever go through my training, I'll prove to you really quick that you don't listen well at all. And so Jesus, in verse 18, says, now let me explain the parable by the farmer planting seeds. He said, the seed that fell on the footpath represents those who hear the message about the kingdom and don't understand it. Then the evil one comes and snatches away the seed that was planted in their hearts. The seed on the rocky soil represents those who hear the message and immediately receive it with joy. But since they don't have deep roots, they don't last long. They fall away as soon as they have problems or are persecuted for believing God's word. The seed that fell among the thorns represents those who hear God's word, but all too quickly the message is crowded out by the worries of this life and the lure of wealth, so no fruit is produced. The seed that fell on good soil represents those who truly hear and understand God's word and produce a harvest of 30, 60, or even 100 times as much as they have planted. See, this is what it comes down to. That parable is about the word of God, but that parable is applicable to everything. That wedding day, the soil is the heart. Why do some marriages six months into are already done, and some marriages six months into it they're just getting to know each other? See, the seed's the same. It's the soil. It's the environment. See, that's what soil is. It's the environment. And in my training, what I do so great, why you need to go to my class, why you cannot accomplish the trading, the results that I get in class outside of class. It's the environment, stupid. I'm not calling you stupid. I'm just quoting Bill Clinton's campaign manager because you're not stupid. I'm just using that phrase to make a point. It all goes down to the environment. And my environment I create, and if you create it at home, if you create it in your head, if you create it in your heart, if you create it in your marriage, if you create it in your kids, you will get the same results. But we don't have a frame of reference, so we got to be taught. We got to be showed A picture's worth a thousand words. Leadership's a a, a pattern. You got to flex your pecs, leaders. It's permission. It's example. It's culture. See, I create a culture and a leadership adventure. The culture is the four plus one C's of leadership. And this culture will, it, it will create great things and you'll get 90 or 100%. Quit selling for good enough, good enough to get by, good enough for government work, good enough that he or she doesn't walk out the door leave a note on the wall and take the kids with him. You got to have commitment. I establish a, a, an environment of commitment. Commitment is about trust. If your team members can't trust you, will they follow you? Leaders have to push through tough situations, and most people pull back when they hit pressure, when they hit resistance, but true leaders push through that pressure. Then it's about communication with self and others, intrapersonals with self, interpersonal with others, and it's the two smaller Cs there are clear and concise. Communication is the foundation for all relations, both business and personal. What good is a mission, vision, values, and beliefs if they're not communicated? You cannot be an effective leader if you can't effectively communicate. And then all leaders have clear vision. And the Bible tells us without a vision, people perish. But without a vision, marriages die. Without a vision, companies go under. Without a vision, products no longer exist. And clear vision is about three questions. Where am I now? Where am I going? What will it take to get there and how long? It's okay to have BHAG's big, hairy, audacious goals. Dream big. Shoot for the moon. Even if you fall a little short, you'll land on a star. And the four C is consensus. Consensus is the method of gaining agreement in groups for problem-solving and decision-making. It's a process by which everyone discusses the issue and reaches a decision all can support. It incorporates the knowledge and experience, the ideas and feelings of all members of a group. And once you have those four C's in place, then you add the plus one, which is consistency. Applying the same standard from situation to situation, getting predictable outcomes and results. Consistency leads to trust because people learn they can depend on you. When you're consistent, it helps hold the team together. It's SOP, Standard operating Procedure. And why is it SOP? There's only one good answer. It works. See, it's all about the environment got to create the environment. That's what I do in my training. I teach people how to create the environment. And for another week, you can go to likeitmatters.net to learn about the environments that I create.